Peace. Welcome to Light Bulb Lessons. Again, I always say it could be the, the most zillionth episode. I'm always saying, man, it is it is such a blessing, such a pleasure uh, that I've been blessed to be in the presence of so many great leaders, so many great leaders. And again, uh, I'm always organic in my approach in terms of the specific individuals that uh, I look at and I say, man, wow, like. These individuals, in, in my opinion, they're, they're my Michael Jordans, they're my Kobe Bryants, they're my Kareem Abdul's and my Tom Brady's. And, uh, and this gentleman that I have with me here today, man, is a very special individual to me. Uh, this individual has always been a, a person that I look up to, a person that I inspired to try to emulate, uh, a person that, that laid a groundwork that uh, as I was explaining to him earlier, uh, it, it, it's, it, it's world-renowned to me. Um, that's probably the best way that I can put it. This gentleman uh, goes by the name of Mr. George Aspiazu. Uh, he's, a, he's a fellow Marine brother of mine, uh, you know, a fellow E9, for those out there that don't know what that is. Uh, that is the most senior enlisted rank in the United States Marine Corps. So, uh phenomenal individual great gentleman that uh is a family man uh always putting his heart out there on the line man to ensure that uh he he's spreading that love and, and that infectious vibe around whoever uh is in his presence so with that being said i'll i'll hush my mouth uh and, and present to you today mr george aspiazu how you doing brother how, how's things going Things are going great, Clay. I appreciate the introduction. Um, I, I can tell you, man, I, to, to hear that, I, I think I, I'm listening to more of the Hall of Famer than, than anything like I am. I think you're, what you're doing is phenomenal. Uh, the message that you sent out that I've seen uh, most of the, the podcasts that you've done. And, um, you know, I tell you, it's, it's a great thing to see our brothers uh, doing these kind of things to kind of not only introduce, but also to kind of uh, let people know that we're all human and, we, right. and those human aspects of, of leadership and, and how we put ourselves sometimes in those positions um, is a very unique art that a lot of people don't understand. Yeah. Um, I do appreciate you inviting me on the show um, and, and the kind words. I, I yeah, never see myself in that fashion, but I'm, I'm just a humble kind of guy. I don't... Uh, I just did what the Lord and uh, the Marine Corps told me to do. So that's right. Here we are. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> man. And, and you said something key, brother, that uh, I I just can't overlook, man. And that's that's being humble. You know that that humbleness in you. Uh, you know, I, I remember walking in in into the the admin shop at Officer Candidate School up in Quantico, Virginia, and and seeing you in there running things. You know, it's, it's, it's busy up in there. A lot of different individuals coming and going. And 
uh, I just remember you pulled me over to the to, to the desk and hey Clay, I, I know who you are. You you India Company, third battalion, Paris Island, South Carolina. Hey, little brother, hey, you in good hands, man. I and and, and I, I I think back and I, I I feel great every time I think of that because it's just like, man, along the step of the way, especially for you young service members out there, uh, when you're going to that place of the unknown and you step in and you uh, have someone there that embraces you, brings you in, gives you that comfort. Uh, it's a humbling experience, bro. So I, I really appreciate you for that, man. So I appreciate it. Yeah, I tell yeah. you, I mean, I, OCS was one of those places, man, that like, I tell you, I was blessed. I, I said it on my retirement that I, I am mm -hmm. a very blessed person that I think I might have had if two to three bad interactions in my life where it comes yeah. to leadership-wise. I've been blessed to be around the best. Yes. And I know when at OCS, when I was a drill master, I remember Sergeant Major Barrett just watching yeah. and mm -hmm. interacting with people like that taught me something new yeah, to man. add to my toolbox. That, you know, that's my brother. And I need to let everybody know that that is my brother. And, right. and, and everybody needs to understand there's, there's unique, there's, there's different styles of everybody around that mm -hmm. are not used to that, that, era that we grew up in yeah. it's, been more, it's a little bit different like you know our communication in our time was this face to face hand to hand hug to hug yeah you know, genuinely knowing who we are to each other you know mm -hmm. then we move on to the more social media more advanced kind of way of communicating and that kind of goes away a little bit because you know um you know can you imagine if this was if this ex existed when we had to do like moves, PCS moves and our PCS, you know, uh, mentor <laughs> would be able to do this. It probably been, would have been a little better, but instead right. I had to go meet you. I had to go grab you. I had to take you. I had to do all these kind of things uh, to get to know you. So, you know, that's, that's something that, you know, Sergeant Major Barrett used to always say that everything is a life, no matter right. what, even that piece of paper, even that award, because you would go in his office and his desk was always empty. And I would have asked, that desk got so much crap on it. He goes, you know why? Because everything that touches my desk is a life. Mm. And, and I will always treat everything like it's a life. When you come in my door, I'm going to greet you. And if you know Sergeant Major Barrett, uh, Mike Barrett, he, you know, he is, he is like that. He will never just say hi. You know, he will greet you. And yes. obviously, if he knows you, he's going to greet you like he knows right. you. You've known him for... 64 years like that's just the kind of guy he is but uh, yeah, you know that's that just added to already how we already were how we were kind of raised so right um, appreciate that and man i tell you man it's when you when you mentioned ocs man, i tell you when ross and i were just talking in, in california about it every time we talk about it we always thought we always heard that ocs was going to be oh that's a little vacation you know no nah. i wish <laughs> I wish I would have, I wish I would have not listened to those people, you know, because right. I was trying to go. So my, my goal was always, I always wanted to be a drill sergeant at the Naval Academy because I had this passion okay. about the Naval Academy. I love my leaders that I've had. I want to say about maybe a little bit towards 60% have been a Naval Academy graduate, a couple of Citadel VMI guys, you know, but yeah, the Naval Academy, I mean, I was like, man, how do they make these people? Like these mm. ladies and these males, they're just outstanding leaders. I want to see, I want to know how to make that. That's right. And, um, I always wanted to go. So I, I put it, you know, when the Sergeant Major asked me, uh, 
hey, I want you to be my candidate for this battalion to put in a package to go to, or to uh, uh, the, uh, the officer commissioning programs that they have out there. And I was like, sure. And uh, OCS was not my number one pay because right. I was like, I want to go to the Naval Academy. So Naval Academy was taken and then you, you put a whole list of other places, like 10 schools. And, yeah, man. You know, um, and a funny story is like, I, I put in the university, uh, how do you say Miami university or the university, which is the one that's in like in the cold place, uh, uh, university of Miami of Ohio, that one. Yes. So I uh, did not, Francini. I did not, Francini yeah. went there. Francini was out there. So I didn't pay attention. Yeah. I, didn't, I just saw Miami, boom, Miami. And I saw the other Miami, boom, Miami. Um, <laughs> I get a call from, and I forgot, uh, I get a call. And the monitor's like, hey, brother. He goes, you know, I've known you for a couple of years, man. And um, I know you don't like the cold too much. So what was up with you wanting to go to Ohio, Ohio right? Ooh, and then I, I was like, Ohio? I never said I wanted to go to Ohio. I want to go to Miami. He goes, no. You're, you're, as of right now, you got selected to go to Ohio. I was like, hell no. Wow. Oh, man. Hey, I'll, I'll die. I will die. Oh, man. Because <laughs> I got the next best thing. You go to OCS. I was like, sure, why not? Screw it. I, I used to, you. I mean, I was with the presidential squad and I used to see them doing their thing. And it was like in the third hat again. I was like, ah. and yeah. I used to see them only work once every three months, I guess. Or right, whatever. Right, yeah. right. It used to be like in small things. But of course, when we get there, obviously the whole world goes through boom. Mm -hmm. and, you know, here we go. We're building the largest amount of graduating candidates. That the country has ever seen ever right right you know? so it was it was quite an honor it was definitely took everything i had you know everything from the training cycles to being the battalion drill master slash you know uh battalion ops chief for a little while until master on nascot down there yeah Medi was in um i think he was in transition from uh afghanistan back I, i'm pretty sure it was something like that him and Medi and the sergeant Barrett were very close. So yeah, man. Shout out to Maddie Knox. Yeah, yeah Maddie, Maddie definitely Maddie like, yeah. came in and you know he's like, I know you're not the option. I know you're the drill master, but I'm gonna show you what it takes to be an ops chief. I was like, sure, let's do right, it. Right, right, right. So it was it was it was a it was huge uh, influence um, to see things operationally because you know as an as an for most of people that don't know, I'm an I'm a I'm a logistician. I'm like six six seventy two aviation. I was, yes. and um, I spent my time, my whole career pretty much doing that along with things to prepare myself because, you know, my goal uh, was to be a SAR major one day uh, of the Marine Corps, so some different, and which is right. live with that. Well, maybe we can talk about that a little later. I don't know if we have enough time, but uh, things didn't pan out the way it was supposed to be, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, you know, growing up and seeing that and getting to OCS and, and you know, like I got my son, like I have a son right now. Two boys and a girl. Okay. Daughter's 26 and she's in living in uh, Louisiana. My other one's living in New Jersey, who's trying to be an MMA fighter. Um, and also, you know, trying to find his his rhythm, right? Okay. My other son is a Marine, he's a Lance Corporal at Third Radio Battalion, Hawaii. Hurrah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's an administrator, but he's got this vision. He's got yeah. this thing. I told him, man, keep keep that vision, you know, keep keep that alive because yeah. it's coming. It's gonna come your way. Don't let anybody hold you back. That's right. Forward and don't think about it right now. Always be taking three steps forward. You know, mm -hmm. three three steps forward and, and 
you know, he knows the little acronyms, like, you know, you got HB this, you got to understand that, you got to right, right. be prepared because, you know, his goal, he wants to be a third battalion drone, so that's what he wants to be. That's it. All the things that I try to teach his kid not to do, he, he wants to be a third battalion drone. Hey, it's, so, it's in his blood. It's in it's the, in and his literally, blood. So that's the thing. It is in his blood. He was born that's in right. Paris Island. So, you know, uh, my son, my oldest son was, I, we call him the initial drill baby because literally he was born a few days before initial drill where mm -hmm. I was supposed to be taken out. And my wife's like, no, you're going to do initial drill. Like, very well. That's and it. my son was born. He's a little guy, Charlie's, you know, <laughs> and then back then, young Stasson Black was a regimental drill master. We have a video. Yep. I, one day I'm going to find my CD case. Yeah. Like he's walking down the aisle and my wife's just sitting there with my son and his Charlie. And so I made a black looks at stash on black looks at him. He goes, huh? And he just marches forward. <laughs> wow. That's so, classic. When I tell you that it's, uh, my boys are both Paris Island born babies. Uh, he is an initial drill. My other son is a final drill baby. Okay. So when I tell you he was born, uh, I believe it was Wednesday, the week before. Remember, final drills be on Mondays. Right, right. And they were like, you know, I mean, spend time with her. I was like, well, you know, I literally went for final drill practice straight there. And he was born. We did our thing. And she and, I, and she said, hey, what's final drill? I said, Monday. All right. Mm. All right. Wow. Um, you better win it. That's all yeah. I'm talking about. So I was like, why wouldn't I win it? Right. That's so, right. That's <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> But uh, went out there, kicked it, did it, and uh, it was uh, both my boys, man. They're they're literally my my little one, man. He always says I have to represent. I'm not only a, I'm not only the the, the son to Marine parents, but I I am I, I have Paris Island blood in me, so I have. Oh to man, so that, that is so powerful, dog. Like, yeah. man, I'm 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 grinning over here ear to ear. I see you <laughs> grinning. It's like, dog, oh yeah, that, those kids, man. I tell you, I, I uh. Man, I, I, those boys, man, they they, they, yeah. they kept me alive, and they still do to this day. I mean, I, I you know, obviously your kids will always be there for you. But yeah, you know, man. My boy, uh, I try to, I, I don't, uh, I don't, you know, I let him do his thing just like I, any, all, all my, any relatives that I've ever had in Marine Cry, I stay out. I just, if you come ask me a question, I'll answer it, but I don't uh, get it, like, involved, involved, like, you know. Um, with that, but uh, right. I know that uh, he has a, uh, you know, um, his his friends, his chain of command, like they know who I am. They know That's where. So I, I was about to say, like, hey, yeah. your name, your name is still golden. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I so to say that. <laughs> you know, he he's got to live up to that legacy too, bro. You know what I'm saying? Which is good because you know yes. that, that that gives him that edge. The a man. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta outdo my dad. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So, and that's exactly it. That's yeah. exactly what I tell him. Don't, don't try to be anything like me. I want you to be better than me. I want that's you to right. be better than me. I want you to. I don't want you to wait until you're like forty something to get your first bachelor's. I want you to get your bachelor's now. I yeah, want you to get man. your master's. You know, hopefully before you get a Marie or that, when you're forty nine years old and that's right, you're using it to prepare for something. Now you can add to that. Yes, and get that doctorate. Yeah, you go by the time doctor. you're like, yeah. you know, 30, 40, and you'd be working on your, maybe you already graduated, get your doctorate yeah, or whatever. Right. Like, not like me at 51, I'm going to be working on my doctorate. It's like, yeah. you know, it's it's something that I want them to strive, all three of them. I always want them to strive for the best um, and, and for them. And 
kind of like you and I talked about, it has to be for you. Right. Like they, nothing that we do can be for anything else. It has to be for you. That's and right. No matter what you believe in, I mean, if, if you, in whatever, whatever it is that you believe in, it doesn't matter as long as everything is for you and everything will be supported by a higher power. That's it, man. I know the audience, I don't want to talk about specific religions. Yes. But what higher power you believe in and yourself is what's going to guide you through that. So that's that's kind of like what I tell my son is, you know, push forward and don't stop because you're going to run into those guys that me and you ran yeah, into. Like, don't do that. You know, do this. You know, this is more fun. Or, you know, stop being so hoorah and, and stop being this. Stop being that. It's mm -hmm. like, okay, that's the guy. That when you get promoted, meritorious, he's gonna be like, man, I can't believe you did it. That's man, it. Man, you're awesome. That's how that's how you defeat that those times that are so worth you know the sacrifice that you might miss a party or two, mm -hmm. miss the popularity contest once or twice. Yep. But at the end of the day, you're gonna be probably that next SAR Maiden Record, Master Gunner SAR, you know, operationally, whatever the case may be, you know, uh, up there, outfield specialist. You know, for your MOS, whatever that you know, yeah, you know, mm -hmm. anything, or maybe the next, the next, you know, future DC. You never. I, right. I, I, there's just so much that you can do. The Marine Corps has those opportunities uh, for our young Marines, man. It's just they just gotta go after it. You know, That's and it. Oh. get out of this mindset. You know, get out of this socialist mindset that right now is out there. Like, you know, that you're only able to do one thing and. Uh, there's there's tons of things you can do. You can be multi-talented. You know, look mm -hmm. at I mean, you're a perfect example. Look at you, what you're doing right now. There's seven other things that you could be doing too at the same time. I That's guarantee right. it. That's and right. that mindset comes with what we're instilled in, what's in our what's in our blood, what what we uh, mm -hmm. identify ourselves with. So um, right. it's it's truly something that uh, it's I'm very grateful for 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 that. So what what's your thoughts on uh, talent management? Ooh, what's what's your thoughts on that, man? For for the young young Marines out there, other branches of service, whatnot. What's your thoughts I, on that talent management, man? So talent management for me, man, is very mm -hmm. unique. Um, I will tell you that. Uh, so let me first just throw this out there that there is a lot of things like we talked about earlier that people do not see mm -hmm. when it comes to the investment that the Marine Corps and the branches of services are doing with, the, with talent management. It may not be what we want to see right now. I got Absolutely. it. Got it. Right. But it's happening. And when I tell you, and because I, I have to be very cautious, mm -hmm. I, when I tell you that things are happening, things are happening. But just like any investment, right, investment takes time. That's right. You can buy that share, but that share is going to take time to grow. To build. That's right. Exactly. And and that's what that is. My my opinion with talent management is that is a unique resource that if it's utilized correctly will help us. Uh, and I'm gonna say this across the board, will help the DOD um retain the best. Right. And and, and it does that in a unique fashion where we're not focusing in on on movements kind of like you know the ACMAC talked about it you know mm -hmm. that uh, at uh, fc at 23 west just a few days ago and i can say this because it's on the record you know he said you know we are we are focusing on retaining the best right and, and i'm gonna say because on the record it's public knowledge so we don't focus 
And talent management has nothing to do with money. It has nothing to do with money, believe it or not. If I, if I have to pay you, Clay, $5,000 to put me on TV, and that's not talent management. That's you doing a job for me. Right. Talent management means that you're going to do it because of your base, of your knowledge, of your, of your record, of who you are, that you're going to ask me questions, and I'm going to answer it alone, resourcefully, mm -hmm. just me and you for an audience. You don't need to pay me to do that. You right. and me being Marines is good enough. That that's my that's my NDA. Right. I know you will not break that trust. I know that you will not do this, this, and that. Okay. So, talent management for me is retaining the best to be, <clears throat> in our case, because all I know is Marine Corps, is to be a Marine. That's it. Now, do we have certain MOSs that we may have to utilize financial endeavors to keep you in? Yes. I will not mm -hmm. take that away. There probably are. There's probably one or two that's out there that may we may have to pay. Hey, George Aspiazzo, here's five thousand dollars. Stick around for another two years, right? Mm -hmm. But with that comes benefits. With the and 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 make no mistake about it. This is the thing that people don't understand. With that money comes sacrifices. Comes right. you know, uh, you know, potentially. And and I know some of us like to move, and some of us don't like to move. Here's $5,000 and I'm using $5,000 because it's just, you know, the, the quickest number right. that I can think of, but it's going to come with, okay, but, but I'm going to move you. I'm going to move your family, right? right. Or I'm going to keep you. I'm going to keep you here. Well, remember, everything is not what you think it is. Some people think that they want a homestead forever. Some people mm. don't. Some That's people right. don't want a homestead. Some people right. want to see, I joined the Marine Corps because I wanted to travel. I want to see different things. I don't want to stay in one place for the rest of my life. That's me, right? That's that's me. I can't speak on behalf of one point or or what is it, whatever our population is. Uh, I can't speak for that. I can speak for me that I wanted to move around. I didn't want to stay in one place. Mm -hmm. Did I ever have any desires to be on the West Coast? Not so much, right? Not so much. But I did. Yeah. I went to Yuma, right? I was in Yuma for a little bit. It was kind of like the West Coast. Right, right. I never really was a fan of it because you know for me I, you know i i just enjoyed the my life the way it was logistically it was on the east coast for me um along the east coast overseas japan deployments all that good stuff that comes with the job mm -hmm. um, so i i can only say for talent management is that it comes with sacrifices and and right. and to retain the best comes sacrifices it comes with the resources that we have already in place um, but it takes time. It's an investment, right? Mm -hmm. It's not. And, and I was I was very privy to see some stuff, read some literature on where we are going in the future. And I can tell you this much, Clay, that the Commandant's vision is it has already begun. Okay. Time management has already started. Okay. It may not be the way we want it to be right now. But as we invest and as we invest and, and the investment starts to grow, you're going to start seeing those changes. Yeah. And it's already started. It's, 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 I can, before I left, which was in 22, I, I can say that it has already started. Good, um, good. Talent management to me is that we have to, we have to be able to not only, first of all, we have to listen to the monitors. The monitors are the ones that have everything, right? Okay. okay. Although, Sometimes the decisions, data, unfortunately, data, data is, is what kind of sets the tone. Right? Yes. Sets the tone. But you have to be able to articulate your case individually, right? Sometimes mm -hmm. right? we have to be able to listen. You know, um, 
my son, he's got a little, he's got right now, we're not sure what it is. There's treatment, blah, 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 and all this stuff. I have to be able to, as a, as a volunteered service member, I remember, we also got to remember, we volunteered for this stuff. That's right. Almost making us stay here every nah. year. Every four yeah. years, you volunteer to stick around. That's it, dog. Some, some folks may not like my view, but it, it is what it is. It's the truth. It's, it's four years, you volunteered, and you have to make these sacrifices. My son's got something going on, and I can make that, articulate that, because I have to. You have, even in industry, even out here, I can't, I can't just tell my boss, hey, boss, hey, listen, man, I know I'm the vice president, but I feel like, I feel like leaving for three weeks, man, and, you know, nah. I'm not going to, my voicemails, I'm not going to pay attention, I'm just going to leave. It's not like that. If I tell him, listen, boss, having surgery, repairing my whole, my shoulder, I'm getting it all replaced, X, Y, and Z. We talk about the medical stuff, but I'm going to depart for a couple of weeks to get this fixed. But there's also several other things happening in the next couple of months. I have to have a plan. Now, I have my COO. She's going to take my place, X, Y, and Z. She has all my notes. We have to talk. We have, we, okay, good to go. Solid plan. Let's go with it. Hey, monitor, I got this going on. I, I, for, I foresee this happening in about six months. Can we push things off for six months? Can we? That's when you start talking to talent, to, my, to me as talent. And then right. me as, as, the, as the, the one providing the information, I'm like, you know what? Why wouldn't I invest in this organization? Mm -hmm. It took care of me. It took care of me in ways that probably it wouldn't have done before. It would tell me, well, so what? Everybody's, everybody's kids got problems. So right. my, my kids having a surgery that could become probably deadly. I don't know. It's mm -hmm. probably a bad example. But my point is, talent management is this. Having the ability to articulate and conversate and, and maybe provide a case, but also provide a solution. Mm -hmm. You can't say, I'm not doing it and not provide a solution because now you're giving somebody else the power to give them your solution. Why don't you provide them? Talent management is seeing where we most need our capabilities at. If we right. need more IT guys, if we need more, if we need more logisticians, you know, that's talent management is seeing, okay, how do I retain these guys? What is it that I need in my institution that I have access to, to retain the best of these logisticians? Right. And that's how we kind of look at it. We kind of look at it in that spectrum where we have to be able to sit down. We have to be able to assess which we are doing, right? Can we do it better? Probably. There's other methodologies out there that, are, that allow us to make those methodological uh, decisions. Mm -hmm. um, and, and they're out there. It's just a matter of reaching out and grabbing it, you know? Right. Uh, it'll only get better. You know, I, I, um, I won't say the individuals, but I spoke to a couple of these senior individuals in the Marine Corps. And I, I mentioned that, you know, there's, there's things out here, there's programs out here that I would love that for, for, for you all to see that I think would do wonders, you know, uh, I think measuring talent, mm -hmm. I think measuring to see how successful we are. And it's probably happening. I mean, I could be talking about, it maybe started yesterday. I don't know. But, right. But demonstrating that and, and providing that, not just, you know, talking about it. Talent management is definitely something that uh, I know for a fact that it is hard, hard, um, hard cases for the Commandant and the Sergeant Major Marine Corps. They have attacked it since day one. And mm -hmm. I can tell you that it is an investment that they just keep adding to it and adding to it and adding to it. We may not be seeing it because there's, 
a lot of other things that come into play. That's and right. Things that some of us don't understand is that, you know, there's, it, it goes from that office to the other office, to Congress, to the Hill. And remember, there's laws, there's policy, there's, right. there's thousands of other things that are happening as well. We have to try to manage that. And, I, and I'll get off this soapbox play because I'm going to tell you right now. No, I'm this is great. Man. Haters this is, on this one. This is great. But I'm going to tell you this. It all starts. When I, when I was wearing that, that's where it starts. What do you mean? Break, break, break we that are, down. We are, we are the talent management experts. Okay. We fail. We fail when we say, I'm a bad example, when we know that Corporal Aspiazzo is not the guy. Mm. It's not the guy that I recommend for re-enlistment. I think he should be the guy that'll do great things out of the civilian world because in this gun club, he is not providing what we need. He, he doesn't go to school. He doesn't do his job very well. He's a 4-1 or 4-0, whatever you want. I don't remember those things. Or now with JPEGs, his scores are low. Why am I going to recommend this Marine for re-enlistment? Right. Because I know that he may not be all there or doesn't have his ducks in row, maybe another enlistment. Well, that's another four years we're investing in this guy. Now it's eight years and he hasn't done anything. Mm -hmm. And now he's eight years and he's a sergeant passed twice. Mm. So this is where I think the leadership, because we are the commanders, um, what is it called? Uh, uh, what's the, 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 the guy that, the, the one that does the, the, the re-enlistment paperwork. I, I forgot the, the title. Career planner? Career planner. Yes. We are the commander's career planners. That guy right. is not. They are by title, but they have 150 other things to look at. Oh, yeah, man. It's just one. It's just us. We're yeah. the guys. We're the guys and gals that are doing this. We're the ones that are now. Do things need to change with that process? I, I think probably so. I think um, uh, I'm going to I'm going to charter on, on little waters here but i just think that there should be another level of of expectation as a commander's career plan and i'll leave it at that i think it should be taken very seriously it's not a fat billet it's not a billet that you can train someone after three months or three weeks to do mm -hmm. it requires right. someone with experience in talent management i.e us i right. senior leaders I, I, I won't you know i'm not going to get into ranks i'm just going to say someone that understands yes. what is the requirement of the marine corps do they meet the specific requirements for enlistment yes however when sergeant major clay is saying to master gunner sean aspiaz who is the commander's career let's just pretend career planner and you're telling me as a sergeant major that Corporal Aspiazu sucks. He does not need to re-enlist, but because he's a first-class PFT here, he's a, he's a rifle range expert. He has all his MCIs done. He went to the corporal's course because I made him go. Right. Not because he wanted to go. Right. I made him go, right? This guy is not the guy, but because he has the specific, well, he kind of meets the requirements, right? You mm -hmm. can't say no. And we have enough quotas. That's where I think we got to kind of be very cautious when it comes to time management. We have to have the ability to say, you know what, this is not the guy. Right. But as you already know, the commandant has already put it out there. 
hey, commanders, here you go. I'm giving you four rent. This is the guy you keep him right now. Mm. This is the guy you keep him right now. Not like right. back in the day where people didn't think it exists. It didn't exist. You have the ability to do that. That's time management. That's how you retain some of the best. But also we have to be able to, to screen out. And, and then just because they meet the minimum requires that we go low on the quotas. And this is where we start attacking leadership. Hey, Mass Gunner, the 6672 community, you guys are like way below your numbers. What is going on? Mm. And that's something we need to look at. Right. What are we doing that we're not providing? A young sergeant is going to want to stick around if he knows he has opportunities. Like I did when I was coming up, you know, I was, uh, uh, I was hungry, man. I, I tell you, man, I, 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 I will say this because I can't, because I've told people, I, I thought my, my crap didn't stink. Mm -hmm. I thought I was the guy. I was the next sergeant, sergeant major, just like all of us were, right? <laughs> and then you get to Paris Island DI school, and then you learn really quick. Yeah, you heard all that. No, you ate all that. You're right. <laughs> you know, but it, but it is the, the, the very first time going from that atmosphere, right, that, that lifestyle, to Paris Island, to, to DI school, and, and meeting people, in my opinion, and I cannot speak on now, I don't know, but when I was there, that was the top 10% of the Marine Corps. And I can tell you yes. because in my class, yes. I can speak on behalf of my class, uh, there were literally was, up until I retired, and some <clears> of them <throat> still serving, the top of the top. That's right. And a lot of them taught me so much that I am not afraid to say it. I was going to go bye-bye. I, I literally, I was like, you know what? Screw this, man. I got this staff sergeant uh, who was just on me. I got this gunner sergeant who's just on me. Like, I, I don't need this. Yes. I don't need this in my life. I go back to my unit where I'll be number one and I'll be happy. Ooh, man. Would, that's that's I, a light bulb lesson right there. And I tell you, staff sergeant Black, that's uh, a light now, the sergeant major of the Marine Corps, I love that dude, man. I know people may have their opinions on him and whatever uh but gunner, you know sar major archie you know uh oh uh, paul t uh, yes, yeah sir. you know those guys you know they and, and many others that were there you know i i used to call him uh i used to call him uh uh, uh papa bear uh i can't remember his name my my memory is just starting to go away little by little but uh, several of those drill instructors taught me so many lessons, man. Yeah, man. So many lessons, man. That uh, and and then the light bulb effect here was mess night, and uh, and then staff sergeant black. And some of these stories he doesn't remember. And I, I and I told him it's not. I'm any news if he ever sees this. And I told him that. I said, you know, he comes up to me. I was having a drink at the bar and, um, you know, I'm like, oh God, I can't believe this is over. Thank God. Right. And he, and he, uh, he comes over to me. He goes, so congratulations. And I was like, well, thank you. Um, and, and he's like, you know, let me tell you something. You want to know why I was so hard on you? And I was like, I have no idea. Maybe you hated me. Maybe you hated my mom for having me. I'm not sure, <laughs> you know? And right. he said, you you have all the qualities to be the best drill instructor that this 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 regiment has ever seen but there was right. one that you were missing and uh and i said and what's that he goes humbleness mm. you don't know what it is to be humble wow and i learned it and i will tell you robin fortner can wow. tell you uh cookie uh sergeant major jamel cook retired can tell you that yeah. uh, was in pain 
I, I didn't, I hated it. I hated life. But after that moment, that light bulb went off. Yes, sir. I tell you, I was like, okay, all right, now I got it. Now it's time to be the best. Right. The best. And, and I put my heart into everything, even though, you know, unfortunately, you know, my first cycle was not, um, even though I performed, uh, and I performed, in my opinion, as well as I could with a little about, I tell you, retired Sergeant Major Gabriel Macias can tell you, we slept. Mm. In our first cycle, if we slept a total of 15 hours in a cycle, a cycle, three months, it was a lot. Mm. Like, we, we got, uh, it, was, it was a very, we worked hard. I will say, I won't put any words or any, anything like that. If you were a former drone soldier, I think you know what the hell I'm talking about. So I will tell you, we worked. We worked. Mm. My leadership, you know, it, it was just like that, man. Third time, man, we were just, it was about influence. Conflicting, hate, discontent with mm. spirit and discipline. And we created discipline. the best of the best because uh, uh, I remember being on the rifle range in um, September 2001. We're on the rifle range, and, and that's where the world changed. And mm. that oh, now goes off again. Yeah, man. We're not thinking about protecting our country. Now we're thinking about defending our nation. Yes. Uh, and and these, ga- these guys and gals on the line, they're the Ooh. ones that are going to do it. And now we have to put everything we have into that. We had a purpose, right? Everything we did came with a purpose. We had to do it with passion and we had to do it with pride. We had to go in there and teach these Marines, these future Marines, how to be Marines, not just in combat, but when they take that uniform off and now they have to put on the pretty stuff and look good, they have to understand it. And, and And I think, you know, I think our generation you know, I, again, not taking away from any, any, I, I, swear, I my son's a Marine. His drill show does a great job, you know, but I think it came with a different passion. Like, yeah. I, I don't, and I don't really know how to say it. Cause there's young drill instructors I've spoke to like, Oh, come on, man. All of you old cats say that. No, no, I think you guys are doing great. I think you, no. I, I personally tell the drill instructors now I couldn't be a drill instructor right now. I would last six days. Yeah, we would. I would last six days. Um, but not because I put my hands on recruits. It's not that because I can tell you, I, I, I honestly, you know, made a mistake once, twice, but I will tell you that you have to put everything you got into it. Everything, every single bit. And when I say that, when you were a drill instructor, you sacrificed everything, you sacrificed everything. Like my boys were babies. My, my, my old lady took care of them. I, I if I had three seconds somewhere in the schedule to, to go right across the street to the day and just see my like kids run around mm-hmm. in the yard. That's good. Mm-hmm. That was good for me. That was good for me. That was Damn. good for the family. Right. But it hurt, but it comes with sacrifice because you want yeah, to man. build, you want to do what you said you were going to do. I swear that I'm going to make you the best, the best of the best. And, and we did that. Right. And, and it took, you know, obviously stages, you know, and in your third half, you know, all you care about is, is, is destroying and, and making sure they pass academics because then that's your ass. But right. when you're heavy, things change. And then when you're a senior, now that investment becomes a little bit more personal. Right. I wanted to make sure that my recruits, and I, I used to haze my half, they hated it, but I, towards the end, everybody go home, I'm staying with them the last five days. And right. I learned that through the MNRA, Sergeant Major, Sergeant Major Rodriguez, um, you know, Rafael, he used to do yeah. that to us, and he used to haze me, and I hated it because I'm like, boss, let me, you know, you can go home. He goes, no, you go home. I'm That's safe. Right. I'm, right. I'm going to be there, platoon sergeant. I'm going to teach them 
and 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 I learned it from. I stayed one night and I watched what he did, and um, he, you know, he brought in all his uniforms and he put it on every single uniform, every single uniform he put it on the ones that they were going to use, obviously. That's right. And showed them how to wear it and Come showed on, them man. how to slightly. You don't have a dry cleaner, no excuse. He showed them how to do that, and mm. and I learned that through him. I learned them. I learned that passion that you have right. to have. And that's what created, again, my, my, my legacy and what I did as, as, a, as right. a instructor. Am I perfect? By all means, I'm far from it. And, and, and I will never say I am. I have my skeletons like everybody else does. Right. I will tell you that I, I, I did that. And, and, it, and it brought into me when I was a serious gunnery sergeant, I would, I would teach my seniors that. When I was a drill master, I would talk to senior drill instructors about stuff like that. And then it carries on even in the fleet. When I got out there in the fleet, I would tell my young sergeants, expect, inspect what you expect. That saying is not right. just a phrase. It's not that, a phrase. That's exactly what you got to do. You, even, in, even in industry, like yeah, I'm out here and, and, and the same expectations that I would have as a customer, I would want from the people who are selling it to me. And that's we right. have, and, and you know, that's why it was very cautious for me to be very careful when I transitioned into industry, what, where I would go. Right. Because they had to share my values. They had to share my work ethic because right. I, I don't like to stop. And I only stop when the mission's done. That's it. Right? And, and right now that's that's where it's at. Like you got to keep going. And it and it's it's stressful, but you move on. But just like any other rank, and just like any other position, you know, when, when I left Paris Island, you know, I demanded, but I also learned, I continued to learn. Uh, right. my, my good friend, Master Gunner San Fidel San Miguel retired. Um, you know, I was, a. Uh, I got back from my deployment. I was selected for master, which, you know, no, anybody watching this, my master gunnies, I love our, I love what we do. But at that time, young gunnery sergeant was not happy. I was not happy, uh, because at Parasana, I went up for three, uh, it was two, two meritorious selections. And I understand the losses. I'm <clears throat> uh, they were, they were, um, uh, you know, let's just say understood. But uh, when I when I was selected for first arm, um, I I was not I was not a happy camper, um, and I made sure that the world knew that I was a mass arm. I get to my first unit um, as a mass arm, came in there like Gunny Highway, and you know, let's just say the first thing I saw was NCIS coming in there to investigate because there was something going on. I'm like, oh my god, is this what the frick I'm jumping into here? Oh, yeah, man, ridiculous. Right. And I did everything, but I mean, I did my job. But I didn't do it with that passion. Right? That empathy, that empathy. It was, yeah, it was just there. there. I just Rick, did it and just Rick Hawkins. Yeah. So that mask on at the time pulls me to his side and he goes, Hey brother, I know who you are. Trust me, I know I followed, I know who you are. I know I know everything about you uh, on the professional level. And I will tell you that I know you don't want to be here as a mass on. But there's one thing that you have done in your life. He said that uh, you have always shared that i know with your marines is how to be better no doubt what are you teaching them right now by you just being here and that like again light bulb moment i'm like light bulb. you know what brother you're right because they used to tease me they used to call me the first master sergeant that's what they used to call me like get like, that right they used to call me first master sergeant my my peers though i'm not my kids you know my fellow man my eights right right and uh because that's the way i was man I, and i was doing things like 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 a first song which is which is i think that's awesome right i don't think that's a bad thing but i wasn't really focusing in on my job as much as i should have and then that light bulb moment went off 
And I had to show my Marines that you can do, you can do it all. You mm. can be a great leader and do the leadership things, the rah-rah things like Blaine calls it, right? <laughs> you can do the rah-rah things, but you can always, let's take it to the technical side now. That's right. And apply it to that because now you say you're successful at this, then you'll be successful at this. And that, this, and that, that makes you dangerous. Exactly. Now, now you're really dangerous. Yeah. Yes. It is because now, you know, most of those kids, they not only were they strong and they had those capabilities to lead, understand, articulate, train, teach, but they also applied it to this because now they know the importance of attention to detail. They right. understand that combat mindset. Because mind you, this is 2009 still. We're still at war. Yeah, we're still, we're still, still at war. We're still deploying. We're still That's moving. Right. And then right. these kids, they need to understand that you have to have this to be a master at that. You can't be a master at this and then just sometimes want to do this it, it, because this is going to hurt you here. Right. If I'm not leading correctly, then my Marines <clears throat> are not going to want to work. They're mm. not going to want to push or, or even get out there and do whatever it is that you're trying to do out there. And mm. we saw it. We saw it in theater. We saw it in combat. We saw it where we had Marines wanting to go home. We were like, I'm not used to this. I don't want this. I want to go home. And it was bad because leadership, like that, that is the, the number one concept of everything because it all starts with that mindset. That's right. Because I, you, know, you, you got to teach them from the, from the beginning that everything you do matters. Everything you do is for a purpose. I just shot an, an executive email to my company letting mm. them know that everything that we do, believe it or not, make no mistake about it, is important to the warfighter and what our company brings to our nation's government. Because the enemy, right? The Chinese, right? they're like books. They're, they're giving us the answers. That right. We have to be able to be prepared to understand what their tactical and strategic plan is to make us forget, to make us think of other things, right? But we got to stay focused. Ooh. We have to stay focused, man. And then I tell you, when I, when, I, when I tell you that I utilize those tools coming up as a leader to, to, to even in industry now, letting them know, hey, just the other day where this balloon thing happened. I'm nice. not lying to you, brother. Light bulb, again. Yeah, man. I'm lying to you. Sitting in my, sitting in my bed, uh, watching the news, and I'm reading my book, and no crap, it literally said in there that the PRC, that one of their strategic plans to overcome our nation is doing what they're doing right now. They're making us think of everything else, everything else besides them. That's right. Every time that we develop things to beat them, they're building things to beat us again. Because now, right. all right, we got through their end. May, they may or may not have been the ones. I don't care. That's, that's irrelevant. I'm a warfighter. They did it. I'm not ashamed. Right. I say it, I'm retired 100%. I'm a, I'm a civilian. They Let's fucking go. did that shit. Let's go. They did that shit. So, so here go. it is. You know what I'm saying? Here it is. Because it's in the book. It's literally written in there. What the PRC's plan. What their yes. What are they trying? They want us to forget about it. Yeah, bro. And then when you got when you got our leaders, the commandant, telling mm -hmm. us, "Hey, stay focused, stay in the yeah, fight, man. make no mistake about it." You know, logistics, and I and I speak on logistics because that's that's you know where I'm at um, with other you know other methodologies that we have in our center of excellence. But you know that is that is the future of where we need to focus in on because there's a guy. And I'll use you as an example. You, in your room, you're spreading the message. 
That's right. Now, there's a guy or a girl or a com combination of both in some garage developing the next solution for the next fight. That's right. Those are the people that we need to start investing in. Those mm -hmm. small businesses, because they they got, they understand, they, they're either former veterans who understand, mm -hmm. like my company, my company here is 98% veterans because they understand the fight. That's they right. They understand what's out there. And that's why it's unique. A lot of these companies, they have veterans, yeah, but they have veterans working the numbers. They have, yeah. they're involved, right? Right, right. And that's what caused my decision to join this team is because I had a couple of offers, but I would have been a number. I, my, I wanted to make sure that my voice was heard and right. understood and, and whatever I saw, I applied and came with action. And, and that's what happened. And, it, and, it, and that's why I joined this company. But but not to belay the, the, the way this thing went, you know, moving on, you know, applying those fundamentals. And I tell you, I don't expect emails, letters from my Marines for, for the things that we did together. But I tell you, man, I, I'm very appreciative when I receive those calls and those emails later on. I have a, right. a young first sergeant out there who uh, I am so proud of. I have several Marines that are out there, officers and, and enlisted Marines that I'm so proud of. And, and, and sometimes the messages they send me like, hey, thank you, you know, what yeah, you man. did. And, and, and to me, again, like I started off with, man, I'm a humble person. I don't, I don't record any of that. I don't remember. And sometimes when they say that, I'm like, oh, my God, I did that. Yeah, and man. They're like, yeah, but you know what? I did everything. You know, you took me out there in, in the heat and took me out there running and, and all this stuff. And that helped me because when I deployed, you know, as a first one, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I didn't think. I thought it was just me doing what I was supposed to do, right? I saved his life. And I'm like, oh, crap. Like, dude, in my mind, I went to my office like, oh, my God. I, I can't believe it. Right. Oh, crap. You know, but but that's how I do, man. That's how us. That's how leaders. Wow. It should be, man. It should be like in fall. Like I would go out there, and I remember Cherry Point, Yuma, anywhere I was at, man. Hey, you want to get down? Let's go get down. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, bro. Let's go. You want to go run? Right? You want to grapple? Let's grapple. Oh, I'm no oh, doubt. It. I don't give a. I don't give a damn what you want. Let's go. Let's let's get you it. Worry about that. That's so right. Had, I mean, I tell you that I enjoyed my my 27 yeah. plus years in the Marine Corps were were a blessing, man. And yeah, I tell man. you. Um, coming up, the the amount of senior leaders and and staff SEOs and my MOS and out of my MOS that I've met, I am I am beyond blessed. Um, I, and I, and as you already know, you know, after you hang up the cloth, you know, things are going to change, right? Right, right. And there's other people with different missions, and they're doing other great things. So, mm -hmm. but, uh, to stay in touch with my brothers like Borders and Fortner and you and Blaine and. You know, skeins. I'll hit up skeins sometimes on, yeah, on, 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 on Facebook or on the mess. You know, whatever. Like all these guys that that we serve with together. You know, um, you know Troy Black. You know him and I. We we still we still interact. We still talk always. Yeah. You know, I I I tell you, man. The day I got that call, man, I was on my way up to California, and um, uh, another one of my mass arts, uh received the uh, Marine Corps Association uh, Aviation Supply Marine of the Year. This, mm. is, uh, this is my third one while I was there. And, and it was a very proud moment for me because he was a, a retired uh, mass sergeant, Diego uh, Diaz. He, uh, uh, he retired now. He's down in, uh, in Texas, I believe. Okay. But um, we're, we're driving up, man. I'm, I'm like, with grins to grin, you know, we were like, man, Again, this is awesome, you know. Yes. And then I get the call, and, and you know, so I'm in black. You know, we're talking. Hey, he's dude, what's up? Ah, you know, we, I was like, man, I'm so freaking proud of you, dude. Like, it was literally like a 
like 15, 20 days after he was selected. I mean, I, I blew up my social media like, yeah, this is my fucking yeah. You know, because, uh, you know, I, I owe, I owe, man, I tell you, man, Sarmi the Black, Sarmi the Rodriguez, several others, man, that are out there, man, at Fortner, Kirkby, you know. Yeah. Uh, these guys, man, they've, they've literally paved my my existence to where I got uh, right, right. any others. And I don't want to, whoever's watching, please, I appreciate everything you've ever done for me. Trust right. me, I say the, the old man brain and, and all the stuff that's happening is things are starting to dwindle away a little bit, but I still right. remember I, when I look at pictures, I'm like, yeah, yeah. But anyway, not to belay the story, getting up there, you know, he's like, hey, man, you know, uh, I'm like, man, I'm so proud of you, man. He goes, yeah, you know, I was like, you know, you're going to see the world. He goes, yeah, about that. It's like, uh, uh, you want to join me on the ride? And literally, I was like, I looked at the phone like, what? Like, say that one more time. One more goes, time. Yeah. You want to you join me on this ride? And I'm like, holy shit. Well, so I'm going to lie and say I said, hell yeah, right away. I didn't. I said, I had to talk to my wife first. That's right. And then, and then I'll, um, and then I'll, you know, I'll answer you. But you, I, I, you said so yes, but you I had said to put yes. I said disclaimer. yes. You had to put that disclaimer. I did say yes, but I, you know, obviously, you know, uh, kids were still in school, so those kind right. of decisions. But hey, so I'm in the Marine Corps. Once you're up there, I'm up there, man. Uh, I tell you, I was so blessed. Yes. Beyond all blessings to 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 meet. And, and be associated with some of the greatest Marines, senior Marines, junior Marines, senior general officers that I, I tell you to this day, when I see them, it's like, they, like I just saw them yesterday. They right. interact. Um, I know that, uh, you know, a lot of folks, um, you know, just sometimes don't understand the process, how things work, but that's the reason why I went up there. I had to see it wow. myself. I'm like, you know, because sometimes it's easy to blame, right? It's easy to That's blame right. everybody for everything. But until you do right. it, and it was one of the reasons why I became a drill instructor, because I got tired of saying people were nasty and then, oh, that Marine's disgusting. All this and that. I'm like, you know what? Well, I, I mean, how about, how about stop talking about it and go do something about it? Go fix it. That's right. It. And that's what I did. Same thing. I left the fleet, right. came out to the fleet. All I heard. All I heard was how nasty these officers are, how nasty this and how nasty. They don't run. They don't do this. They don't do that. And I'm thinking to myself, man, like, like I, wonder, I wonder what they're doing. Like, how about let's go fucking figure it out. When I was offered the opportunity, no doubt in my mind. That's right. No out of my mind. Let's go. Let's go figure it out. Now, I didn't know anything about OCS. I just knew what I knew when I was serving with the president. But I didn't know anything about it until I got down there. And. And literally, when I say, and, and, and you know, Blaine, Jason Edwards, Kirkby, um, yep. Fortner, all of us that were there, we all knew that this, this shit was different. That's right. It was fun. <laughs> I tell you, man, I, it, it is Woo! a feeling. Everyone always asks me, okay, so what's the difference? What, what is the difference between PI and OCS? I say, well, the difference is, there's one, there's different methodologies, obviously. Right. Right. We have... We have we're training our enlisted corps on the basics and requirements to become a United States Marine. We're training our officer candidates on the basics of becoming an officer of a, of an, of a commissioned officer. We have to make mm -hmm. sure they, they meet the prerequisites before they go to the basic school and become fully pledged commissioned officers. But with this, we gotta learn, we gotta, we gotta screen them out. We gotta make sure they have heart, right. they have determination, 
They right. have leadership abilities that not necessarily here. Like what, what I want here is for you to have the fundamentals to go out there and be taught. That's and right. Learn and understand the fundamentals of marksmanship. Develop, and, develop over time. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's the difference, you know, and, and, and I always kind of say here, it's more discipline. Here is mm -hmm. more leadership. Like there's yeah. discipline. Well, I know in our time there was discipline. Oh like, yes, sir. It was yes, cool sir. I feel I feel bad for our era because those guys were trained by I think a lot of parasites. Hey, like it was like some of the best officers out there right now. <laughs> yes. Well, some of them that when they see they're like, excuse me. <laughs> it's not like excuse Good. me, man. where are you my jewels right. on? It's like <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Please don't kill me. I just yeah. like, oh, oh, hey, you know, it's okay. Yeah, man. But, uh, it's, it's all good, man. I tell you, I, I loved it. I enjoyed it. Um, you know, things change uh, in transition, as you already know. Um, you know, it, it, it's been it's been rough. Not gonna lie to you. Um, I uh, I have been taking those notes to hopefully provide. I just had a conversation again, not to not to divulge any too much information. But I had a conversation with some folks about transition, about things that we could do better. And I, uh, and I recommend any of the senior staff and CEOs that are out there to not give up on that. If they are already providing those ideas, just reach out. Uh, there are resources that you can reach out to, to, and I got it. I'm not talking about the VA.gov. I'm not talking about your VSOs. I'm talking about no shit like dear Mr. Clay. Yes, sir. I am a Marine that transitioned six years ago. And on these challenges that I think these are th things that I think would probably help and benefit either the Marine Corps or the DOD. That's right. Me personally, I'm a DOD guy. I, right. I, I believe being at the Pentagon and seeing what I saw that this problem that we have is not a Marine Corps problem. This no, it's, it's, it's service problem. It's DOD wide. If we, bro. If, and, and at Sergeant Major Black used to have this, this measurement. Uh, there's never a right number. Right, mm. you know, zero is 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 a caution because something's happening. One is bad. Less than one is seriously it doesn't exist. Right, but one is bad. So something like that. I just say mm. anything more than zero is bad, in mm. my opinion. It, I would I would be more confident to say uh, let's go look for that one. Right, 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 but, right. But but there's ways that we can develop ways to prevent. You know. Um, how we progress, how we teach and educate, and how we transition educated wise. And how mm -hmm. and what I mean by that is, and, and I'm sure that uh, there's more to it. Like I told these individuals, I know there's more to it. I understand that these are just conversative, you know, thoughts. But if right. we can educate our young leaders, if we can educate them, them, not wait until right before they leave to talk about, oh, you're getting out. Okay, we're gonna send you a tax. Okay, and then oh, five days you sit there, and, and in those five days, you know how to wear a shirt and tie. Right. Totally learning, right? Which is fine. Which is fine. But instead of wasting that two years talent management, mm -hmm. that two year mark, Sergeant Major, don't you send your career planners to go talk to them and say, "Hey, look, you're at your two year mark." Okay. In the next two years, this is what's gonna happen. At oh, that man. mark, at that mark is where we do talent management. Yes. We're going to send you the taps. It, it should go. It should go from here and start working its way down. It's like that exactly. flight descending. Yes, exactly. Man. Exactly. So now, when I decide to stay in or out, it doesn't matter. Now I move on. 
Now I need to be educated more. Now I need to understand because now I'm a staff sergeant or a gunny. Mm. Now I have to talk to Marines about transition. Well, how can right, I talk about right. transition when I've never been taught it, when I don't know anything about it? Right. Oh, don't worry about it. Just go to Mr. Clay. He's over there at the MCCS. Yep. And he'll, they'll give you a two or three-day class. You'll be mm. okay. Is that a leader? I don't necessarily oh. think so. Because oh. I think I want to talk to someone like I mm. did. Like I, I put it out there, Ross Blaine. We we when in service when I was getting ready to decide what I was going to do, we talked. Yep. That's who I need to talk to. That's a leader, regardless if he's in or out of uniform. But imagine if he was in uniform talking to me about transition. Wow. Be more powerful, right? Ooh, now, wow. How do we do that? Powerful, man. And again, these are things that are um are oh, being looked at. Sergeant Major Black and why he invested the commandant, why they invested in education in our tenure because that's important. We have to be strategically set to provide those solutions, manner, mm. whether it be tactically, strategically, or personally. And this is where, again, it's an investment. It's going to grow. These ideas are going to grow into something else, something else, kind of like what I spoke to these officials about. Because now as a gunnery sergeant, you pick a gunnery sergeant. Now you are, as a gunnery sergeant, you could be the acting battalion sergeant you could be the acting company first sergeant. Right. And then now you're talking to other staff and CEOs, potential eight, hey, I'm getting out. Screw this. Mm -hmm. I, you know what? Uh, staff Sergeant Clay, go to, uh, go to TAPS. Yeah, they'll, they'll tell you about, no, I need to sit down and say, okay, do you have a resume? Mm. Do you have a, do you know how to write a cover letter? What's that? Okay. All right. Let, let's talk about, Let's talk about the future. Where where are you planning to move to? Well, uh, I was planning to go back to Brooklyn. Okay. Have you looked at what the job market looks like in Brooklyn for? We'll use a we'll use my MOS, aviation logistics. What's the, what's what are you gonna do? Well, I was planning on working on uh, and, and like HR. Oh, so now you think you're HR. Okay, are you certified? Do you even know about mm -hmm. the certificate? So those little things, yeah, man. Imagine a gunnery sergeant. Instead of waiting years later to go to Skillbridge, gets out to industry and mm. learns kind of like those little segwayed words, right? Like, <clears throat> oh, okay, so you 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 need you need certifications. Oh shit. So Aspiazu, I gotta say this, bro. Because man, I, I've I've been listening to you, bro. It's a couple times, you know, I got my glasses on, man, but I promise you, dog, like if I <laughs> if I if, if I would have did like that, dog, it, it would have streamed off. So I'm I'm happy that it didn't because, dog, like just being able to sit and listen to you, bro, amazing. But I have to say this, bro. Dog, every United States Marine, specifically, like you said, it's DODY, but specifically, every United States Marine deserves it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, if me and you really start unfolding what our transition has been like, it's it's not to blame the Marine Corps. The Marine Corps is an entity. We we are the Marine Corps. We are the DNA of the Marine Corps. But if you and I was to sit here, bro, like dog, like every Marine deserves it. Even the even the one that you was talking about, uh, he's not that guy. Hey, it's it, talent management wise. Hey, it's time for you to go because you're not meeting the needs 
in terms of what we expect moving forward as an organization as the Marine Corps. However, we ain't gonna just flick you out there like the booger. So you're sitting in Brooklyn not knowing what to do next because you you will not be an ambassador of what we are. You and I, we're both ambassadors, bro. Every 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 name that you have mentioned, we're all ambassadors, and that's why we keep saying, man, it's 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 scarlet, you know, gold jacket, bro. It's it's, it's man, man, Aspi Azu, bro, like you you you're speaking on some stuff, bro. This this is part one. I'll, I'll leave it at that. This right here, this is part one. I tell you. I tell you, as we as we progress, down. man, I, I I will say that, you know, even us as retired Marines, I, I still get I'm still getting mentored, believe it or not. Yeah, I, absolutely. I just got mentored by a young Marine about FASFA. And, right. and although, I, you know, me and Ross talking about BRE and all that, but I wasn't very familiar with FASFA. No, I, me I honestly too. wasn't. I wasn't clued. And again, mm -mm. 27 plus years in the Marine Corps, I'm like, what? there's that i didn't know that that even even though it's not like free money but it can be whatever but but again my point is is that there's lessons that we could learn right yeah and again, man. maybe in, in 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 the future we can look at ways to 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 help our our staff and ceos and, and i'm talking marine corps wide because i know we can do it I yeah know but again there's internal and external things that have to kind of meet up halfway because it's not as easy as for me to say that because now we're talking about you know, kind of like that young captain who's got to go to EWS. It's in their promotion way. It, it, right. They, I'm going to promote Lieutenant Clay because Captain Aspiaz is going to EWS. So there That's will right. be there, this guy will be replacing this guy because this guy is going to school. Unfortunately, we don't have that. Our 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 cycle is a little faster. Right? Mm -hmm. A faster. So we got to kind of like kind of kind of sit down and and kind of decipher. Okay, where are we at? Let's talent management. It, who is going to give us our bank for the buck? Is it going to be Gunnar Sarn Clay or Gunnar Sarn Aspiazin? Gunnar Sarn Clay, let's just say, has two certifications, no degree. Aspiazin has one certification, but he has a degree. Okay, so now we know that there's an expectancy. There's a a matter of okay uh, precedence in who's who's doing what more for for that particular community or educationally or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. right? Who's going to provide more? And then that's when those folks have to kind of look at that. That's where talent management comes into play a little bit. Where you have to kind of know, you got to know your Marines. You yeah, gotta, man. In a day, if you don't know your Marines, and then that's a problem. It's know? tough, man. It's tough because the era, the era in which we come from, is not some, you know, fifty years ago. Like, let's be honest, man. We, <clears throat> the era that we come from. You know, when you start really digging into that talent management. And, and you start, you know, just me personally, I'll speak personal, you know, personal example. When that reenlistment package would come across the desk, man, I spent more time trying to get reality to transfer onto that paper before taking it in there to that commander. Because it's like, like you said, it's like, okay, man, I see this young Marine every single day. You know, I, I can look at the PFT roster. I can look at the CFT freaking results or scores. And I see the young Marine. I'm present. I'm I'm out and about. I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere. Not because I'm the Sergeant Major, because like you said, I was trained by gentlemen like yourself that that you you inspect what you expect. 
So I'm seeing his life in the barracks. I'm seeing his life out on the PT field. I'm seeing him behind the cubicle. I'm seeing him in the chow hall. I'm seeing him out on limbo. So when that package comes in front of me, if I'm getting a one-liner, uh, you know, recommended, it's like, bro, like I'm doing an injustice, not only to the to the young Marine, but to the institution, you know, at large. If you know, so again, I think, and I know all of this has been tabled. I know it's got to be emotion right now. I just spoke to a, a, a SAR major a few days ago, uh, and, and you know, for the sake of you know, no need to say no names, but he said it. Clay, you know, it's re-enlistment. It's we're getting to that season right now. It's February. Uh, a lot of Marines don't want to stay. And and I'll be honest, when he said that to me, it, it's it's that compartmentalizing for me. Like, sh should I still care? I'm retired. Yes or no? Reality. Do I care? Hell yeah, I care. Because just like you, 27 years of your life dedicated, 23 years of my life dedicated. And, and when we start thinking about that book that you held up earlier, and we start sitting here looking at CNN that you talked about earlier, we are a war fighting organization, man. And the era in which that we came in, so, you know, nobody cares about you getting a degree, a degree. you know, grab the damn rifle and let's go, though, dog. You know, we take pride in that per se, but dude, it's 2023. And that talent management, man, I I never was the one that struggled with these junior Marines are some of the brightest, you know, futuristic, like you said, some some somebody sitting in a garage that has this uh idea that's the future, man. And it's like tapping into that excuse me tapping into that man uh i mean it's, it's important it, is. it really it, it is bro like I, I always and what i didn't like at ocs let's be real let's be 100 though it's like bob lessons bro what i didn't like was this young man that went to norwich or the ohio state or university of north carolina at chapel hill miami of ohio this young man, he does four years. And he's like, well, it, it was good, but I got what I needed from it. I learned four years of leadership from the best. And I'm taking my shoe on the road. I'm gone. Versus, like you said, our cycle is a little bit different. You know, this young man has aspirations to be a master guns, a sergeant major, a sergeant major of the Marine Corps. And it's like, uh, he's already starting off in the negative in terms of, he may not have a degree, but but he's being trained by someone saying, hey, you know, you, you go do school on your own stinking time. I need I need you locked in, you know, and, and, and leading Marines and taking care of Marines. So it's always that balance. But it goes back to what you always say. Me and my wife, we have these arguments all the time. You know, she she's always on me, Zoo. But uh, like you said, for Belaya time, she always says, you volunteered. And as long as that that key word you volunteered, take it for 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 what it is. If you you, you feel that way, then you should have went and became an officer. You should have put in a MESEP package. You know, no, but I want to be a SAR major. I, I want to be uh, walking around the chow hall 
And, and I want individuals looking at me like they look at Paul T. Archie, like, like they look at R.B. Bush, you know, like they look at Carlton Kent, you know, they go on freaking Troy Black, Michael Barrett. I want that. And I'm going to do everything in my power to get to that. And it's like then when you get there and you experience it and you see that, man, there are some holes that could be fixed. But I was always the one who I would always say to myself, but man, I take pride in I'm, I'm a United States Marine. I could go anywhere on this planet. I could sit down at the table with Michael Jordan sitting across from me and I could say, hey, Mike, I, I love your game. I got I got your shoes, I got your, your jersey. But the reality is he's looking across the table at a United States Marine. We do something, Zoo, that the average person just can't do. You know, 185,000 strong or whatever the number is, it's like to be able to leverage what we are. And like you said, the transition leaving, Zoo. I've, I've gained more sitting here with you in this last 55 minutes of what, then I got out of TRS. I'm being honest. My wife kept cussing me out. She was like, you're not paying attention. You know, you, you're going to be the same one coming back crying because you don't understand what, you know, this is, or, or, you know, the, 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 uh, what's it called with the, once your, your SGLI ends and you got to switch it, you know, you got the option to switch it over to be, you know, to be out here on recruiting duty. It doesn't stop, bro. And you already know, as a SAR major, it doesn't stop. My replacement's not here. Yeah, you know he's he's not here. I I'm still in the shoot for this NJP, or I'm in the shoot to, you know, go down to Paris Island and sit on this court martial, and it just doesn't stop. So it's like, like you said, that two year descend. We know as senior leaders, it it, it technically, if there's a way, show me. You know what I'm saying? That's how I look at it. Like and it takes time, right? It, yeah, it, it takes time. And again, you know, just like again, like I said, everything that we do in the Marine Corps is, is an investment. Right? Yeah, man. We are investing in human performance, right? We are investing in in, in human capital. Right, it's, right. It's important that people understand that these things will take some time. Are we making progress? Yes, we are. Mm -hmm. Times and for us old salt dogs and salt dog ladies, things are going to change. The times right. are changing, just like yeah, anything man. else, just like how we transitioned from the World War II era into the next era, how we went from that Vietnam era to the next era, how That's we right. went from the desert troopers right. to this era, right? Right. Things are going to change, right? We're not mm -hmm. we're not all the same individuals. When we're coming across the services and seeing different things, it's okay. But at the end of the day, just like the ACMAC said. There's one thing that will never change is that when somebody says they are a United States Marine, they say That's we're it. pride. That's it. And when, and when that changes, then things That's are going to be different. But till then, it. it's, it's, you never see, even though even those unmotivated kids, they'll always say, yeah, I'm a Marine. I'm and a Marine. This, I'm a Marine. Yes. Regardless, if they hate it or not, they say it. I'm a Marine. They're proud of it. They're when proud to be a Marine. When they're walking through the airport. Yep. 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 And I mean, that, that's just how it is. It's, it's just unfortunate Same. that, you know, sometimes we just got to, we just have to be, and again, I, I hate saying it because I was one of them. You just got to lead. 
You just got to be leaders and, and no one has taken that away. And I'll, you know, even it's even happening, you know, I'll just say a personal conversation I had with a young Marine a couple of weeks ago about, you know, this kid, you know, he sucks at everything and this and that, but my command, they're going to need him and all this. And I'm like, so why don't you say something? You're an, you're an NCO, say something. Right. You got to say something. You got to say something because got that's what Marine Corps, because guess what? When you're a gunny, he's going to be a fucking sergeant or a staff that's, sergeant. That's or right. Or just think about it as a future. You go to combat. Do you want to go to combat with that guy or girl? Yes or no? If you don't trust them to, to, to trust your life with them, and then, but, but be mindful of what you're saying. What have mm-hmm. you done? That's it. What have you done? That's it. To sure that person there you cannot trust. That's it. That you cannot go into combat with. Then we have a different story. Then we have a different story. Because that's Zoo. what, again, that's what we did, right? That's, that's our era. That's, our that's era. what I was going to say too, Zoo. Do you think a lot of that comes from us being hats? Do, do you think... think- that comes from that comes from us being hats because some people there's a myth out there yeah well man those guys were drill instructors so they're always going the extra mile they were trained to do that no bro it's passion it's passion man it has nothing to do and i say to this day and and it doesn't matter where you were a drill instructor west coast east coast if you were a recruiter or not i always have these conversations with recruiters prior recruiters Right. You know, they're like, oh, you Marines. I'm like, listen, you say it like it's a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. We are just different, right? We're, we're, we're just we're different. different. The only thing that I will say is that it's what you apply to what those fundamentals of what you bring to the table. How do you apply that? At the right. end of the day, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter because if you're a recruiter and, or a prior drill instructor or whatever, we both have qualities that we can bring to the table. And right. believe it or not, Sometimes when those things are misunderstood, that's where people kind of like, they lose attention, right? They lose mm-hmm. attention. Me personally, I've always said, I don't care. I don't, I don't, I speak to you as whatever rank I was or as Master Gunner on Aspiazu. I'm not talking to you about anything. When I used to talk to Marines that want to go SDAs, I never said, no, you better be a drill instructor. No. I used no. to say, okay, what, what SDA fundamentally are you going to, you know, you're going to be successful. Yeah. You're going to try. I want to be a recruiter because I don't like doing that. Okay. Got it. Mate. You want to be a recruiter? Noted. Will you have any regrets when you say, well, I mean, I I never wanted to be a drummer because I couldn't do that. So that's why I didn't do it. That's a regret. Mm -hmm. Say it with, nope. I never had any desires to be a drummer. My thing was, I enjoy talking to people. I wanted people to come into our institution because I love our institution with the blah, 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 blah. It shouldn't be, oh, I don't want to do that hard shit. That, that should not be it. No. It should come with passion. Like me, I knew when I graduated recruit training, it wasn't a matter of time. It was when it was going to happen. That's, right. what, that's what did it for me. I knew it. Yeah, no I knew doubt. it when I saw, believe it or not, it wasn't even my senior drone instructor. It was my heavy, retired first Sergeant Lewis. Don't know his first name. Sergeant Major Black knows him. I don't know him. I don't know his first name. I didn't even know what first names were until I got older. Uh, <laughs> so... I saw this man, man, and he was the, the, the epitome of what a Marine was, man. Like, I mean, I never understood it until I was a hat, and I did it. But I, I, he, he would go in there, do his rah, you know, whatever. And then two seconds later, he brand new. He mm. was brand new. And yeah. I didn't, at the time, I thought, holy fuck, how did he do that? Yeah. And I became a drone show, and I was like, you know what? That's a mental thing. That that right there lets you know you gotta be on point. 
all got to be on point all the time. And, and I never That's did. Right. I never walked around like crap. I, I, you know, Sergeant Rodriguez and I, man, we always used to, to laugh about it. But I, I never, I hated the sweaty bands, the yeah. sweatiness looking like, because that's yeah. not, that's not the image nah, the hat of a be drill tight. instructor. That's like, right. you see him, right. how can you be a drill instructor and hate drill? That makes no I, sense no, to me. That used to like, hurt me too. No mistake. Yeah. You know, Sergeant Black used to say, I, I, well, if you don't, I don't understand drill instructor, how you don't understand drill, because it's true. Like, how can you be a drill instructor and not want to be a drill instructor? Like, that is why you're there. I understand the whole PT, the, the you know, uh, put in a pit and all that. I got it. That, that's great. But for me, when I used to see them, you know, crack that precision movement and, and see them, Dude, man, I tell you what, man, that is like, there's no feeling on the planet better than no life. feeling, dog. No. It's I like kids, heaven. I got it with the daddy stuff. I'm talking about professionally. I'm talking it's about like, it's like heaven, dog. Yeah, there's no feeling on the planet to see that. And then when you oh, see the Marines, man. like, you know, go out there. And when you know, I hate it when I see like change of command, and people are just like, <sighs> yeah. and then you see your platoon out there, <clears throat> you know, it's yep. like, okay, they get it. They, they get it. They understand. And it's there, not, there's there's some passion over there. There's passion. Yeah. There you go. Purpose, man. Purpose, yeah. passion, pride, brother. That, that's, that's what it's it. all about, man. And that's the thing. Unless you're unless you're willing to give that, you know, that's where I say, you know, we, we need to we need to kind of like screen that a little bit better. And I and I and the recruiters' jobs, man, I tell you what, man. I, I'd say it all the time, man. There ain't no way I can do it. Absolutely. I will tell you right now, give me a decision, I'll say, nope, I want to be a drone shooter. I cannot do that. The pressure is different, man. The yeah. amount of the amount of uh, the, mm. the, uh, the amount of interaction and 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 denial and and you know you got parents out there saying, "Oh, my son's not going to do that." When you have your son who's dying to be a marine, he, that's it's the his, hardest. But he wants to do it. And then you got a parent like, "No, no, no." And then when he no. turns eighteen, he does it. But now he loses his parents because his parents hate him because he joined the Marine Corps. That's bad. That's that's a bad thing. So that's hard. To me, that's it a hard is. Thing. It's the hardest job in the Marine Corps. Oh, I, yeah. oh, I, I say I, it. Hands down. I'm not gonna as, as a hat. It's yeah. the hardest job in the oh, Marine yeah. Corps. I, I'm not gonna say. Well, I'm not gonna say it's the hardest job in the Marine Corps, but I will say it is a very difficult job. Yeah. And I know for a fact that me personally, I, I, I couldn't do it. Yeah. I, I couldn't do it. I mean, I, I think. Uh, yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't. When God made me, he's like, yeah, this guy right here, nah, he, nah he needs to go put a campaign cover on. <laughs> that's, that's that's it. But but again, that's that's talent management. Right. And 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 I'll say this, man, before we wrap up, you you said earlier, you know, Gunny Aspiazu selected the master sergeant, went into the unit, Gunny Hightower, Tasmanian Devil, tightening you know individuals up. To the gusto it's it, for me it's hard i mean obviously man you, you, one of the most amazing stored careers that i know is, is yourself uh you uh master guns frazier uh old philip k frazier old, old master guns Manny knox who's my my surrogate father in the marine corps um you know master guns james starkey uh you know master going song kelly scanlon I, I i could just keep <laughs> i could keep naming them and when i look at you gentlemen i say man they're better than 95 percent of the, the the sergeant's majors that i know like literally 
like those gentlemen becoming master gunnery sergeants, although when they were gunnies and that list came out, I, I felt the same. I mean, when 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 Master Guns Fraser got selected to Master Sergeant on that list, dog, like I I was sad. I was like, I was I was sick in the stomach. Like, dog, he's a he's a first sergeant. Why would the Marine Corps select him to dang on Master? But here's the reality, man, for me, Tim Clay. Bro, you all are the great equilibrium of the organization, bro. Because again, I mean, like you said, the whole, you know, just being well-rounded, like you, yeah, you know how to come in and, and, and smash fools all day long, you know? Um, you know how to tighten up from top to bottom, from, from the commander of that unit to the private, you, you know exactly what to do when you walk in the door, Zoo. But like you said, man, you come from that technical MOS, like Master Guns Frazier, you know, MP, just what you all have been able to do. So I always ask myself, like, man, who was sitting on those boards and said, man, uh, you know, yeah, what, what, what's your thoughts on that? Who, who I, I tell you, who, I, yeah. no, 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 I, I, I would tell you, man, I, I wish I had that thought for about a good little, little while until I sat on my first board. And now, and I got it. I, I, I got it. Um, you know, every board is different. Every board um, has their own personalities. Every board, you know, they're looking for something different. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm going to tell you, man, like I, I have so much respect. I mean, the love I have for, for the institution is beyond anything on the planet. Um, and I will tell you, I got it. When it comes to the selection process, I understand it. It's going mm -hmm. to be different. It is going to be different. And I made it, I know now that I've made it a hard decision. Whatever decision happened, which, you know, guy was blessed regardless, it was made for a reason. No doubt. Because I, I wanted no to doubt. make sure they knew that I had the qualities to be a good SAR major or a first SAR, but I also had the qualities to be a good mass SAR. That's right. Because I was not going to allow them to say, nah, he ain't got to be no first SAR and definitely ain't going to be no mass SAR. Mm -hmm. And now the mass arm pile, the next board comes out, he definitely don't need to be a mass arm. Mm -hmm. So I was not going to give anyone that ability at all. Right, right, at right, all. right. And, and I think that's important for us who are trying, those Marines that are trying to become first arm mass arms that I've, that I've mentored. I said, do not, do not be that one side show because Can't be. that personality that you're going to run into in there is going to say, oh, Espiazza, this is all he does. Okay. Oh damn, Clay! This guy over here—he's fucking doing that, and he's doing this. And that's right. That. You that's know, right. That's, a, that's a first arm. Yes. That's the first arm that can be able to articulate all sides of all sides. Principles. You don't know that, right? Right. Every every board is different. I am, regardless, I hold no quarrels. I did for about four and a half months, or I hated everything in life. Um, but to be honest with you, after being mentored, because again, at the end of the day. You know, that's what we do as a brother or sisterhood is that we sit down and we talk. Believe it or not, man, when I got selected to 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 Massar, man, I, I remember when I got back, um, you know, Robin Fortner reached out to me. Mm -hmm. you know, and, 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 you know, shout out to, shout out to Robin Fortner. Robin, love man, I love her, man. She is like, man, I, I, I this will be another part three on this, man. She no. is, she, when, 
when she says that she is dedicated to her brothers and sisters, she is dedicated. Right. Never been a moment in our careers that, uh, and I can tell you, man, uh, there was there was a point that I was down here, man, and there she was, man. And I tell you, um, she is an awesome sister. I, yeah, I like to call her a friend because a friend, you know, anybody could change that. Right, right. My sister, um, right. Like, you know, uh, and and people may have their opinions, whatever. Don't really care. That's this is my yeah. this is me speaking. Uh, but I tell you, man, it's it's one of those things where you got to be able to to rise up, man. And, that's and right. Rise up. Because at the end of the day, when everything goes down, it's not what happens when you're down there. It's how you get up. It's how you, you get, get up. up and you show them. And, and that's you show right. Them. And that's what we do, man. That's what we that's do. That's what we do. We have to lead all these leadership books. Right. You know, good old Mattis talks about it. You yeah, know, man. He earned and he moved on. And, and, right. and, it's about, and it's about standing up and being that person. When you walk through that room, that people say, yup, that's him. There you go. Sit. Hey, man. It's been a blessing, brother. Um, this, this is part one. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm landed out there right now. This is part one. And, and we're gonna continue this build, man, because this has been amazing, bro. This is this is sensei level type, in my opinion, bro. And, and I'm happy to thank you, bro, because- I appreciate you. I, believe me, man, an hour's not enough, dog. It's, it's just not enough. Um, okay, if I can say one more thing, brother. Yeah, man, I absolutely. Go. Uh, I just absolutely. wanna say for your senior guys that are getting ready to retire, man. Yeah, man. You know, if they want to reach out to you, get my email by all means. And I will say to any of those Marines that are planning on getting out that are on your on your list there, that watch this research. Right. Do research before you decide to make any decisions, man. I'm telling you right now, we got senior folks. I've had conversations with senior folks that have no clue what they're doing. And I'm going to tell you this: I had no clue. I thought I knew, and right. I did. Do your research. Everything from. The, where you're going to, if you're going to stay, the market, where we're going, think about the emerging threat, believe it or not. Don't, don't, don't lose that focus because I'm getting out. I don't have to worry about that. Yes, you do. Absolutely. When there's war. There comes other things. That's right. You know, other things happen. You know, we have to pay for war. You know, right. so you have to think if you are a graphic designer and that's your edge and you're getting out of the Marine Corps, where am I going to be lucrative to make that kind of money to sustain and be able to survive doing right. that? If That's we go right. to war, we're not talking about graphic design. There's not much graphic designing happening. We go to That's war. true. You know what I'm saying? So do your research. True. And I don't mean that I'm not insulting any graphic designers. I don't get right. sued. I'm just saying for me, that's the one thing that I think was the biggest benefit for me to do research because that, that they don't teach you that. No one teaches you that. No one, there's no classes, none of that stuff. Do your research and, and concentrate on the important things of what people are going to see about you. Right, you right. You have to be able to sell yourself and understand why you're still wearing that uniform. To, to understand what knowing your worth is. Oh man, that's powerful. Don't, don't let don't let none of these. I'm I'm sorry. I I, I know I might get beat up oh. by some of these transition folks when they say you, you just know you need your worth. Okay, what is that? What's my worth? Yeah, what really is that? What really is my worth? What is my worth as a podcast announcer? What is my worth? Right. You need to know understand that. Is that enough to make enough money to to feed my family? Right. It may not be. Okay. So what else do I need to do? You gotta know that or understand if I'm gonna work for George 
be incorporated as a podcast person, I pay, let's just give a, a bad number, $5,000 a month. Is that mm -hmm. enough for you? Right. No. Guess what? You need to start thinking about other places where you might have to relocate and maybe sunny wherever the hell you're at is not no. it. You know what that's I'm right. saying? So little things that's like right. that. Okay, I get on myself. Right, no, no, that's that's that that's hey, bro. Like, like I love you to death, man, because it's 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 so true, bro. And that and that's what that's what these light bulb lessons are, man. You know, the, these light bulb lessons is just what you just said, bro. Like, you know, I I don't I don't beat the people up like you said. Nothing that we've said on here today for those out there watching is 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 is, is you know. Uh, from a place of malice or anything. So whoever you are out there, whether you, you're still serving, if you're not serving, um, just know, man, that the key word that my partner just said, man, is knowing your worth. At the end of the day, I mean, every individual is responsible for that. And e even for me, Zul, going through that transition, uh, I wouldn't say that I blew it off. I didn't blow it off, but it, I, I really was just like, man, you know, uh, having Ross Blaine, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like Ross Blaine was walking the dog with me from day one. You know, all from the time I got promoted, the time I got selected, he, he him and Smallwood start walking the dog with me. Oh my God, Andre. Johnny Borders, they even Johnny Borders still serving. Shout that's out to right. Johnny Borders. That's my brother, man. He's another one, man. That's that's right. Another He's still one. serving. But but again, man, those light bulb lessons connect dots. And 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 those guys, soon as I made up my mind, hey man, I, I'm I'm yo, I, I'm 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 going home. I'm pulling a Barry Sanders. Hey, I'm I'm gonna run this last run, and I'm gonna keep running into the dang on freaking locker room. Um, they all switched their their cap and said, "All right, we're going to help you, Clay, transition up out of here. You know, we're, we're going to start, you know, holding you accountable. We're going to start calling you. Hey, what's next? What are you doing? You know, hey, Clay, don't do anything for the first six months. Rekindle with your wife and your kids. Set your ass down somewhere. You know, all of these different things that from 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 that brotherly love and the perspectives from." you know, uh, so many gentlemen. Um, and reaching out, man. It's just simply reaching out. Yeah, bro. Sergeant Major Green. Sergeant yeah, bro. Green Corps, man. Come Why on, man. would he have to reach out to me? I'm Come one on, of 55,000 people. He reaches out, man. You know, good old freaking Stephen Hunt. And you yeah. know, Borders. Borders yeah. another one, man. Like, Stephen Hunt. It yeah, bro. To do. It's just a matter of love, man. And we believe it's love. that brotherhood, man. We believe that we are going to take care of. We will never do anything to see each other fail at all. And nah, I'm gonna tell you right now, man, it has been an honor. Um, again, it's truly an honor for me to either be sitting here, um, you know, you doing this amazing thing for, for us, for the community, um, you know, Appreciate anyone that. that knows me, uh, I am third battalion, true and true, yes, I bleed blue, straight up. That's um, right. Anyways, you know, a lot of our peers always make fun of that thing that we do, but it is what it is, man. That's, it is. That, that's the difference amongst all of us. There are drill instructors, and then there are third battalion drill instructors. <laughs> and with that, I'm going to do the Barry Sanders. Yes, sir. That's it.
Hey, man, I love you. Oh. Love you too, brother. I appreciate you, man. Hey, man. And again, man, it's part one. Hey, to be continued for part two, man. We love y'all out there. Like Bob Lessons, always spread that love. And as we always say, peace.